we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for February 13th, 2023. A uh, ton to cover tonight, all this breaking information regarding these anomalies in the sky. I'm, I'm going to try to try to make some sense of it. it it's still in such the early parts of the development of those things that it's hard to be definitive dogmatic about what is actually going on uh, so we're going to make some type of attempt to address that situation uh, and a lot of other stuff that we're going to be covering as well uh, really what we're going to focus in on today is is like that subject and then the subject of um giants and um it's going to be kind of a dedicated study on those things pretty much uh we'll see how far that, that i can actually get a lot of ground to cover here now we are rotating our warfare prayers and this is the updated group prayer the this is the long one uh, list of current event prayer points. So I'll go ahead and um, open us up in a word of prayer. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for you to do, to expose and destroy the Great Reset agenda worldwide designed to bring in the New World Order and for your divine intervention regarding the conflict in Ukraine. Please protect the Christians, the innocent, and the righteous in the Ukraine and the surrounding areas. And may this conflict be used to bring forth your truth and righteousness. We pray that every evil plan and scheme of evil be exposed and destroyed regarding this war and for you to expose and destroy the COVID-19 agenda worldwide with all of its big brother agendas like DNA defiling, graphene oxide filled, parasite ridden, nanotech laden vaccinations from Pfizer, Moderna, Janssen, Johnson & Johnson, BioNTech, AstraZeneca and others and for the stoppage and the eradication of all contact tracing programs, forced, forced mask wearing, social distancing mandates, lockdowns and quarantine mandates and the implementation of the COVID-19 digital passports, and for God's judgment and destruction to be on the, upon the vaccine and the medical cartels perpetuating this evil, to be exposed and destroyed. And for you to stop and defeat the Demiurge, the God of chaos, who seeks to destroy all of humanity and infest humans with AI parasites, primarily via the COVID kill shot. And for you to thwart any deep state, deep state false flag events in order to blame anti-vaxxers, Christians, and gun owners. We pray for the destruction of CERN and all the other 30,000 plus particle colliders worldwide and the destruction of all D-wave quantum computers and for the eradication of every wicked portal or doorway these devices and that all witchcraft taking place in the, in the universe have opened and all, and all dark matter that they have created that it would be destroyed and for the reversal of every Mandela effect that they have produced. Regarding the body of Christ, we pray for strength, endurance, courage, guidance, favor, divine providence, and foreknowledge and the power to overcome all this wickedness that is increasing by the day for the defense protection and victory of all christians worldwide especially the persecuted and all the targeted individuals worldwide for god to reveal any unconfessed sin iniquity trespasses and transgressions to his christians that need to be repented of and any ungodly agreements that we may have made with this world for god's will to be done in all christian churches whether in buildings online or otherwise and that that are in bondage to the spirit of witchcraft and for God to expose and remove all witches and ministers of Satan masquerading as angels of light in them to, and to break the power of all witchcraft over these churches in Jesus's name and to loose the spirits of truth and discernment on the deceived Christians worldwide and for them to have eyes to see ears to hear and hearts to receive the truth and to deliver his Christians from the spirit of witchcraft and from following a false light. We pray, as you instructed in Luke 10, 2, that the Lord of the harvest, that he would send laborers forth into the harvest. 
uh, and for the peace of Jerusalem as well, Lord. We pray according to Psalm 19, 12 through 14, for the Lord to cleanse us from secret faults and to keep us from presumptuous sins that they would not have dominion over us. Let And let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. And for all Christians to wake up and spread the gospel and push back against all their freedoms being taken away. And for the destruction of the 501c3 FEMA clergy response teams being activated in America to betray and destroy the Christians that the end that they would be exposed we pray against the slaughter of christians worldwide we pray for the destruction of the wicked plans of this current evil uh, american political administration and all evil political administrations worldwide and for the fear of god to be upon both the democrats and republicans and if they will not repent of their wickedness that god would hedge their way up with thorns and have them in total confusion and derision and that they would turn on each other and devour one another and against every level of government that has been hijacked by wickedness we also pray for the destruction of the Chinese CCP plans for taking over America, Mexico, Canada, and elsewhere, for the eradication of groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, for the diverting of any incoming asteroids or meteors that might hit the earth, for God's intervention regarding the Second Amendment and the disarmament gun confiscation situation developing in the U.S. and elsewhere, for God's intervention worldwide regarding the coming food and water shortages and the honeybee die-off worldwide, for the st stoppage of all UN troops already in America and elsewhere, for God's intervention regarding all weather warfare to destroy crop yields and create famine, for God's intervention regarding the wildfires caused by directed energy weapons attacks and the wicked plans surrounding this to be destroyed, for the eradication of all pandemic plagues worldwide, for the destruction of the exploding GMO, weaponized tick and mosquito populations everywhere, for the stoppage of the illegal alien terrorist embedded soldier caravans coming into the U.S., and for the stoppage and the exposure of the Latin American, Chinese, Russian, and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America and elsewhere, for the destruction of the 5G and 6G radiation sources and the thousands of satellites being launched sending intense microwave radiation over the entire Earth, specifically for God's judgment on the companies of SpaceX, OneWeb, T-Telesat, AST and Science, OmniSpace, Amazon, and EarthNow, and for the physical protection of our families and animals from these EMFs. For the eradication and the exposure of all pedivore, pedopredator, and all child sex trafficking networks, Worldwide, like Protasia and Nambla, we pray for the destruction of all adrenochrome harvesting complexes worldwide, and for the rescue of all children in prison in these satanic torture centers, and for the destruction of the LGBTQ movement and against the normalization of all child molestation and sexualization of teens, children, and babies, for the protection of all infants, children, teenagers, and adults caught in these evil networks. Um, and for the eradication of all adult and child pornography, bestiality, pornography, and snuff film sources and businesses. For the eradication of all abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood centers worldwide. And the stripping of all power of witchcraft from their owners and employees. For the eradication of all witchcraft being done worldwide, trying to bring in more evil, death, and destruction. Against the internet kill switch implementation. For the destruction of the plans and wickedness of high-level politicians out, out everywhere. For the destruction of the mandatory vaccination mandates being implemented and that the truth would come out about them. For the destruction of the wicked factions of modern medicine, the pharmaceutical and medical and vaccine cartels. For the masses to get saved and have eyes to see, ears to hear and hearts to receive the truth. We pray against the full implementation of the real ID in 2023. And for the stoppage of the South African genocide of whites and the genocide of blacks in Africa. For God to neutralize and stop the nu Fukushima nuclear radiation contamination and nuclear radiation re reactors breaking down worldwide. For the canceling 
of any Big Brother draconian changes taking place worldwide, against further vote rigging in the elections everywhere, for the stoppage and the exposure of the Muslim invasion of Europe, America, and Canada, for the eradication worldwide of all planned deep state and Muslim false flag events everywhere. <clears throat> For the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs, Nexrad Doppler ultrasound weather manipulation, and NASA blast wave accelerators. For the destruction of all wicked, wickedness being perpetuated by Hollywood, Netflix, Hulu, Disney, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and all the tech giants and dominant streaming content producers. For the destruction of any non-human entities that walk among, defile, exploit, murder, or infiltrate humanity. For the destruction of all wicked factions of the music and entertainment industries to be eradicated. For the eradication of the Vatican, Pope, and Catholicism, and that the Catholics would be saved. For the destruction of the global banking cartels and the 13 families of the Illuminati. For all the satanic ritual abuse and MKUltra mind control victims that they be delivered, saved, and protected from the satanic agenda that has been implemented against them. And for the wicked factions of the public universities and public school systems to be turned to righteousness. Also for the Lord to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all COVID-19 vac vaccine spike proteins, nanobots, nanoparticles, nanotech, graphene oxide, microchips, implants, luciferase, hydrogel, wicked bacteria, viruses, candida, prions, and parasites in or on our bodies, and to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and other wicked things the globalist, the globalist elite may have gotten into our bodies. We loose legions and we loose the legions of angels regarding all these prayers to accomplish your will and we bind up every devil, demon, evil entity or fallen angel that would try to hinder these petitions or angels and command them to go where Jesus Christ tells them to go and command that none can come to take their place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray, amen. And um, that prayer is the third one I rotate every third teaching. Uh, you'll hear me uh, pray that. But you can print that out and... Um, all of this is available off the PDFs for um, any particular given week that I do an audio. So that's all up there for free at contendingfortruth.com. Okay, so this whole thing about all this craziness going on. The next part I just entitled, Is Disclosure About to Finally Happen? Now, I'm not saying it is. This could be something totally non-related to that. But you've heard me talk about the whole thing about, quote, alien disclosure for a long long time i've done i don't know how many studies i've done just key and alien ufo i've done mega studies on this subject um all of the pr predictive programming from our military from hollywood um this could be a gigantic distraction as well just to get our eyes off you know things like the Nord Stream thing that just happened or, or other things going on uh so I'm not going to sit here and try to be dogmatic and say this is what's going down. It's in kind of the preliminary phases. We'll see where this leads to, okay? But what is going on with all the UFO slash mystery objects in the sky? Top headlines read, baffled pilots who shot down objects say it interfered with sensors. In Mystery Remains of Montana, China spots UFO uh, flying near city. USA drills in South Sea amid tensions. What are they? Another shoot down. The third in three days. Evidently there's a fourth now. Now, um, so I'm just going to read you some of the headlines now. Some of these are an alternative, some are on mainstream. I'm just going to read you the some of the headlines. It's a kind of a cliff note version of what's going on right now. Uh, breaking. Another unidentified object shot down, this time over Canada. Uh, next one, 
matrix lights across the Hawaiian sky remaining mystery as US government devise, denies any involvement. So we we have that aspect. Then what's known so far about the cylindrical silverish gray object downed over Alaska? Next one this is from Fox News. Republicans react to third object shot down over Canada, unprecedented challenge. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced the object was shot down. NORAD statement on the object over Canada says the military aircraft are currently operating from Alaska and Canada in support of North American Aerospace Defense Command uh, or NORAD activities. Um, then the next one, mystery airborne object remains over Montana, says Congressman who claims the DOD is waiting for fighter jets to, fighter jets to get eyes on it. Next one, China detects UFO at airspace, preparing to shoot it down. Uh, next one, airspace over Havre, Montana, closed for national defense. Fighter jets scrambled from multiple bases. Next one, U.S. military shoots down unidentified object over Lake, Lake Huron. Then this one, uh, South Carolina nuclear installation personnel saw a pill-shaped object hovering in the sky before the U.S. Air Force shot down the balloon. That was just from today. So there's just a lot of stuff going on right now regarding all of this and again i don't know where this is all going to lead but i have tried to prepare my listeners for an eventuality where this where this may lead and where that is i don't know but um i'm just going to go ahead and play some clips from uh some various videos so you can kind of get a little bit more of a handle on what we're talking about here here's the first one and we're not getting what the world alternative media here and what a crazy day in the news as two ufos are shot down over north america at the request of justin trudeau and they're shot down by the u.s government and they're openly talking about this in mainstream media and this begs a question are we on the verge of the launch of project Bluebeam, or has it already been happening for a while the amount of ufo sightings lately are through the roof there's uh, dry runs of EMP attacks, a Chinese spy balloon, which is a PSYOP in itself. A lot is going down right now, and we need to try and break it down the best we can. This out of Natural News, it says, Two UFOs shot down today over North America, and CNN is openly talking about it. What's going on? Well, you could look. Here's Reuters. U.S. shoots down unidentified cylindrical object over Canada. Here's the Daily, uh, Daily Beast. It says, Canada and U.S. scramble jets to take down UFO. This is from Newsweek. Alien, alien invasion. Congressman addresses speculation after UFOs shot, shot down. And we get this, of course, as well, where it says, Two UFOs in two days. Curiosity intensifies as unidentified flying objects frequent North American sky. And that is not all my friends we recently saw the crazy lights out of hawaii off the coast which nasa denied having anything to do with there is a lot of craziness happening and we need to try and figure out are we on the the verge of the launch of project Bluebeam? are we witnessing the beginning of a massive now for those that don't know what that is just key in Bluebeam in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i've done several studies where we went into that the likes of which we've never seen before in history or is this more fear to distract the masses from something else right <clears throat> okay so there's that one that was just a real brief one there and now we're going to go ahead and play this one 
is Marfugal News. I'm going to go over and I'm going to try to go in order of what is going on right now. But uh, again, all of the articles, tweets, videos, pictures, documents that I'm going to mention here, we actually make a bibliography over on MarfugalNews.com. I'm going to get right into it. A lot of the times we'll set up the live and let it wait a half an hour. But again, we were actually adding information as this went live. So this is this is crazy. Of course, I'll, I'll try to get this done before Super Bowl, uh, before the uh, the big game. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about everything that is happening across the planet. And now, of course, it is across the planet. Uh, again, thank you, Goya Based. We'll Boy, but would this be a great time for like some kind of disclosure event with the satanic Super Bowl going on and, you know, some type of, you know, I, I don't know if this is going to, I mean, by the time this is posted, <laughs> you would you would know, but it just seems like a kind of a perfect opportunity. William Joseph, Mary Truth, Iris, Baron, Team Angel, Rebecca, and everybody else that's uh, popping in. So, first of all, uh, NORAD declares false alarm for mystery airborne object over Montana. And this is going to go in order. There's a ton of events. If you did not know, there's been all of these weird objects. Things are getting shot down. Uh, things are getting shot down. Uh, and then, of course, airspace is getting shot down. Just to kind of uh, highlight the last week, since this balloon happened, the lasers over Hawaii, uh, the spottings of all of these Russian and, and Chinese ships off of our coast, all of this is going on. Uh, satellites up in, in the sky, a Russian secret satellite blew up into 85 pieces out of nowhere at the same time that, of course, one of a Pulitzer Prize winning author basically said that the U.S. was behind certain things that affected uh, Vlad, right? So all of this is going on. And, of course, then we get this Chinese balloon about a week ago that came over and they supposedly knew about it since before Alaska. <clears throat> It had uh, essentially a satellite underneath and a prime delivery system for uh, a possible EMP or possible all sorts of other things. It could actually carry a nuclear warhead. Uh, they, they weigh about 200 pounds. This thing had like a 2,000 pound capacity. Uh, and it floated right over us. It got taken down over the water. That's where most of this kind of started for the main public. We, of course, followed this since uh, before even the public caught on and TikTok and all of these other places. But now it seems like every six hours or so we're getting something that's taken down, airspace shot down, weird objects, tic-tac objects, uh, cylindrical objects. And it's at this point, I'm not kidding you, uh, most of the Internet is actually talking about either a fake alien invasion or something else. So, first of all, NORAD declares a false alarm for a mystery airborne object over Montana after congressman said that the DOD was waiting until morning to get eyes on it. Now, when you saw that tweet, again, that tweet was something that we shared out on our Twitters. Uh, it basically said that it was still up in the air and it said that they'll, they'll uh, track it and then they will observe it and see what they need to do to take it down. Uh, it says a Montana congressman said on Saturday night that he had been told an unidentified object was spotted over his district, forcing the temporary closure of airspace and the search for it would resume at daylight. Matt Rosendale, Republican elected in 2020, said that he had been briefed by the Department of Defense while he was at the Lincoln Reagan dinner. It says fighter jets were then scrambled and airspace above Harvey, a town of 10,000 people, uh, 30 miles south of Canadian border, was shut at 7.50 p.m. before being reopened 50 minutes later. 
It says, quote, I'm at an event, a uh, Lincoln-Regan dinner in Columbus, Montana right now, Rosendale told Fox News, and DOD called me as I have been sitting here and started giving me briefings to tell me what was going on. I clarified with them that this is actually the fourth balloon, okay? This is, again, a quote. It says, earlier on Saturday, Justin Trudeau, the Canadian prime minister, confirmed an object had been shot down over by a F-22s uh, over Yukon. So this was far away from this. This is at the time we're thinking, okay, the, this thing just got knocked over off of Canada, and now there's another one over, uh, over this part, right? Uh, it says, by the F-22s in Yukon as part of a joint Canadian-U.S. operation. Rosendale continued, the first we shot down over the Atlantic one was shot down before it entered in, into Alaska's airspace. The third was shot down. Trudeau ordered over Canada. So now we're talking about a fourth incident. Again, this, it's actually gone further than this now. It says he told he said that he was told that the Pentagon would follow the object, but were unable to shoot it down because it was dark. DOD told me that they were going to be tracking the object. They can't even say exactly what it is. They say that they are going to track the object until it gets light again, he said. They don't have the ability to put any more eyes on it with aircraft until it's light again, which is yeah, just weird. Come from, on. That doesn't yeah. seem right, but anyways. Uh, again, these, this is the U.S. military. You'd think they would be able to track anything yeah. in the sky at any time, night or day. Uh, it says, uh, and then tomorrow morning we'll be dealing with it. That's what he tweeted, or that's what he said, right? And then his uh, tweets reflected that. NORAD, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, issued a state, uh, statement shortly after Rosendale's interview and confirmed it was a false alarm. So they're saying it was a false alarm, but get this. It says the restriction has been lifted. It continued. NORAD detected a radar anomaly and sent fighter aircraft to investigate. Those aircraft... This is cutting in. Okay, sorry about that. Um, I was trying to set up some other videos, and obnoxious Alex Jones always has to have his ads playing and making sure that he's maximally obnoxious in getting his product... Uh, things in there so i apologize let's go continue forward here defense command issued a state uh, statement shortly after rosendale's interview and confirmed it was a false alarm so they're saying it was a false alarm but get this it says the restriction has been lifted it continued norad detected a radar anomaly and sent fighter aircraft to investigate those aircraft did not identify any object to correlate the to the radar hits norad would continue to monitor the situation norad said a radar anomaly was seen but jets did not identify any object to correlate to the radar hits Hence, a lot of people are questioning what the heck this was. It says, uh, Greg Gillianforte uh, says that the governor of Montana tweeted that he had been briefed at the White House. I received a briefing at the White House about an object in Montana airspace. Now, I just want to point out from what it says, and I don't know if that's correct, but it says I received a briefing tonight at the White House. Did he travel to the White House or was he already there? I, it said he got a briefing at the White House. That was by his, the the, uh, the actual quote there. So did they did he fly to Washington to go to the White House about whatever this object was? Like this is getting kind of nuts. With questions about the Chinese spy balloon still unanswered, the B administration must fully be forthcoming with Montanans and all Americans. Rosendale's assertion that the object could not be shot down because it was dark was greeted with much mockery online. Of course. It said Canada's defense minister said it was a small cylindrical object that was not as big as the South Carolina spy balloon. Again, this is just nuts. 
The NORAD spokesman, Major Oliver Gallant, said on Saturday evening that the military had determined that uh, what it was but would not reveal details. It said that two F-22s were dispatched from U.S. and Joint Beast Elmendorf uh, uh, Richardson in Alaska and two F-18s from Cold Lake Air Base in Alberta, Canada. Instructions were given that whoever had the first clear shot would shoot it down. It was shot down with the AIM-9X missile at 3.41 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and was flying at about 40,000 feet. The missile described uh, by the manufacturer as the most advanced infrared tracking short range. The incident came a day after JB ordered the other one. So that one's talking about the Alaska, right? It says both objects shot down over Alaska, Canada believed to be balloons. The unidentified objects the U.S. shot down over Canada and Alaska were both believed to be balloons carrying a payload, a senior U.S. official uh, confirmed to New Fox News on Sunday. Details regarding the, the objects over Canada uh, were scarce throughout the weekend, but U.S. officials now describe it as a small metallic balloon with a tethered payload. So this, uh, again, we had at least four, and then it said that the FAA abruptly cancels national defense airspace over Lake Michigan. So this is yet another event. We're not done. It says the FAA, it says the Federal Aviation Administration declared a national defense airspace over part of the Lake Michigan, the organization announced Sunday. The FAA was not clarified on why it banned civilian air traffic, uh, traffic from the area, but the FAA last established a national defense airspace over Montana this weekend in reaction to an unidentified flying object. It says, quote, pilots who do not adhere to the following procedure may be intercepted, detained, and interviewed by law enforcement and security personnel. So they basically closed everything down over Lake, um, uh, I'm sorry, over the, uh, over the Great Lakes. And it's like, what the heck is going on here? Again, this, uh, at the same time, and I was, uh, I was told that there was uh, live streams of Congress basically questioning Twitter, but I, I didn't know if those were actually live or that was this week. But meanwhile, by the way, they are questioning Twitter execs about their roles in the New York Post story getting taken down and all of this at the same time, but not many people are talking about that. So again, a lot of people either think this is some sort of distraction, that we are getting hit with uh, you know, some sort of obvious attack or something that's coming our way, uh, or we're being tested by China, or something is, is going on strange, or there's straight up a lot of people on many social media platforms saying that th these are UFOs and that they're all coming right now. Like the, uh, And then others, of course, say that it's like Project Blue Beam type stuff. Okay, so we have that. Um, then another one, this just broke a few hours ago from Fox News. U.S. shoots down third object after initial Chinese spy craft. So this, I mean, mainstream news reporting on this stuff, which is normally this is the, the kind of stuff that, you know, I have in my <laughs> uh, alien mega study type things. And, and now it's just, you know, kind of being discussed in mainstream. They don't really have a choice. U.S. military shoots down another object, this time over Lake Huron, making this the fourth shootdown in about... Now, if you're watching the video, um, it's basically got a map of America, and it's showing where all these objects are being shot down, all these... Uh, all of these things are taking place. They're showing all of that over... And uh, if you want to get more of a perspective, you can watch the video week. Joining us now is Lucas Tomlinson with the latest. Lucas. 
Well, good afternoon. This is the fourth time in eight days the U.S. military has shot down an object over North America, certainly unprecedented in the history of this country. We just learned some new details from Michigan Congressman Jack Bergman, of course, a retired Marine Corps three-star general and former CH-46 pilot, which Joey knows all about, of course. Uh, he says this uh, a U.S. Air Force F-16 fighter jet shot down a mysterious octagonal object over Lake Huron earlier today using a Sidewinder missile, that object flying at 20,000 feet. That's notable because that's a much lower than those two objects shot down over the past two days. This is now the third object shot down in the past three days, guys, starting on Friday uh, when an object was shot down over the north coast of Alaska, as you see here on this chart, right on the northern coast of Alaska. That search for the debris has been hampered by rough weather. It's minus 20 degrees up there. Uh, it's, it's very, very difficult. And then, of course, yesterday, another object was blasted out of the sky by a U.S. Air Force F-22 Raptor. It's notable that it was a U.S. Air Force jet shooting this thing down over the skies of Canada in Canadian airspace. That was on joint orders from President Biden and Canada's Prime Minister. And just as we know now, just moments ago, a U.S. Air Force F-16 fighter jet shooting down this object over Lake Huron. And of course, going this came just hours after some airspace over Lake Michigan had been closed because they thought they detected something. But then NORAD and the FAA lifted that restriction. We don't know if that's because this object had passed through there. Obviously, Lake Michigan, Lake Huron are very close together with the state of Michigan in between. And as you see on the map there on the left side, radar anomaly, just hours after that shoot down of the object over Canadian airspace yesterday, the FAA closed some airspace down over Montana, real, right near the border with Canada, of course, near uh, Maelstrom Air Force Base, home to some U.S. nuclear missile silos. Uh, F-15 Eagles were scrambled from Portland, Oregon. They went in. They didn't see anything. And the NORAD later put out a statement, guys, saying it was a radar anomaly, essentially saying this is a false alarm. However, John, Senator John Tester from Montana was on CBS this morning. He thinks he believes there was and is something up there. Now, Montana around this area is about 1,500 miles to, to Lake Michigan, Lake Huron. It's not immediately clear, was this the same object? You know, these uh, flying objects have not been traveling very quickly. Of course, uh, when you go back over a week ago, you had that gigantic 2,000-pound Chinese spying apparatus that was shot down off the coast of South Carolina also by an F-22 Raptor, that one out of Langley Air Force Base. So just one more time, this is the fourth time in eight days the U.S. military has shot down an object over the skies of North America, guys. Okay, and thank you, Lucas. And I can imagine... Which is totally unprecedented ever in the history of, of America, as far as I know. Folks at home are, are, are wondering, you know, first of all, we don't know where the other three are from, for, with their origins, right. correct? Yeah. Okay, correct. But, but also you've got to wonder, you know, how can any of these be used to harm us in any way? Are these enemy states testing our perimeter and testing our response? I mean, these are a lot of questions that are coming up, I imagine, for Americans. Right, Alicia. One thing that's very notable, it appears that these three objects that have been shot down over the last three days all were able to penetrate U.S. airspace. They were not detected until they were already inside this country. That is very concerning for military officials. Of course, we heard from uh, NORAD's commanding general, General Van Herrick, who called it uh, essentially a blind spot. He, I think, called it the domain awareness gap, a little bit of Pentagonese there. But bottom line is it's a blind spot. But, you know, not unlike the Super Bowl. most Now, remember, this is the fake stream news we're listening to. This is right-left paradigm. This is, this is, 
you know, the Republican-oriented Fox, but I, I don't trust them any farther than I can throw them either, just like the Democratic side, two sides of the same wicked coin. Coke, Pepsi, right, left, you know, Hegelian dialectic, the whole nine yards. So bear that in mind as well about this. I'm just, I'm trying to give you more of a broad perspective on what we know to this point about to watch this evening you know what do teams what do countries adversaries look for they look for these blind spots they look to exploit and that is what appears to be happening however it once again just a word of caution top officials at the pentagon here at the white house we heard from canada's defense minister last night in ottawa uh, she said we do not know the origin of that any of these objects the object shot down over canada yesterday the object just shot down over lake huron and certainly that object shot down off the north coast of alaska on friday whereas they did know that that was the what really got this all started was the whole uh you know the the chinese um i think they're they're classifying that it was on february 4th yeah, um, where the Chinese spy balloon, which went, I think, went over Montana initially and then ended up over basically my neck of the woods in uh, North Carolina, was shot down off the North Carolina coast, um, South Carolina, North Carolina, borderish coast there. That was of Chinese origin, if we can believe what they're saying. Uh, whereas they don't know the origin of these other things or we're not even really i mean i've 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 seen other footage where they're showing this the one that went down over alaska this like this uh it looks like a tic-tac you know like the, the mints it looks like a tic-tac that that actually came down it was i don't know whether that's real or not but i'm just trying to give you a little bit of of information i don't really know you know what's going on with this at this point i think it's just one of those things that it's fluid um, it's developing. We'll see where this ends up. If you um, feel led to pray about it, do so. And just trying to kind of give you more of a watchman view on what's going on here. So the next thing I want to report on is the NWO harp weapon attack suspected after Turkey blocks NATO expansion. And I received this from a couple of different sources. This one was the most concise regarding um, just the reporting on it. So let's just go ahead and play this one. At the end of January 2023, talks between Turkish President Erdogan and the Swedish government detonated. So you will let terror organizations run wild on your avenues and streets and then expect our support for getting into NATO? That's not happening. In order to be accepted into NATO, Sweden and Finland as well needed the vote from Turkey. But talks disintegrated after a Swedish-Danish politician set fire to the Koran in front of the Turkish embassy in Stockholm. On Saturday, Rasmus Paludin, head of a far-right Danish party, held a protest in front of Turkey's embassy in Stockholm. The Swedish-Danish national set fire to the Koran. That has put Sweden's NATO application in jeopardy. Accession to the military alliance must be approved unanimously by member states, including Turkey. After Erdogan's declaration, Turkey and northern Syria were devastated by a series of earthquakes in southern Turkey, with a death toll that has reached well over 11,000 people. We are finished, my God. There is nobody here, nobody. 
What kind of state is this? Turkey is no stranger to earthquakes, the majority of them occurring in the eastern and western portions of the country. But strange anomalies occurred just before the earthquakes, leading many to question whether a harp weapon may have been used to punish the Turkish government for failing to toe the line of NATO's New World Order overlords. They're showing those anomalies in the sky. I mean, one of them is this really weird-looking cloud that was well-documented prior to this happening and then flashes in the skies. And then um, this is one of the Turkish politicians, and he says, I say to the American ambassador from here, I know which journalist you wrote to I know which journalists you wrote to. Get your get your dirty hands off Turkey. Basically saying that to America. Get your dirty Don't hands off you. Turkey. I say to the American ambassador from here, I know, okay. I'm telling you very, very clearly. Get your dirty hands off Turkey. I know clearly what you have done. And I, again, I think maybe this was maybe them getting pressured to align with NATO type of thing um, regarding the whole Ukraine-Russian war slash staged <laughs> uh, event there. We've had a few guests on talking about what they believe HARP does, what they admit it does. You know, why not? And, and Trey, my producer, thought, why not get the people from HARP on? So in terms of what it is, it's a research facility to conduct research in atmosphere and radio science. Uh, what about other countries, the Russians, the Chinese, the European Union? Do they have similar programs, Doctor? The, uh, the European community has a facility in Toronto, Norway, it's part of the, what they call the ice gas community there, that, that actually was uh, a facility like HARP. This is an interview from 2008. Okay, so HARP's been around a long time. These HARP, these high altitude, um, I forget exactly the total acronym, but they pump a tremendous amount of energy into, I believe, the ionosphere. And through that, you can create earthquakes and do all kind of horrible things. So HARP could have been one of the means that the powers that be used in order to punish Turkey. That's the whole... And then there was all these weird anomalies in the sky prior to these um, earthquakes that happened in Turkey. So this is what they're getting at. It's been around a lot longer than HARP. The Smithsonian is reporting and the Daily Mail is reporting and a bunch of other publications are reporting. China and Russia are working together to heat the atmosphere for weather control using large antenna arrays on the ground directed by satellites right. in space. And that would be HARP. This is weather modification on a global scale. In fact, these... That's Dane Wigington talking. He's like the foremost guy on this. ...are so large and so all-encompassing that all other weather modification programs that go on on a, on a smaller regional basis are virtually... They're negated by the scope and scale of the global geoengineering programs. The saturation, which ionizes the atmosphere, makes the atmosphere more conductive. We have the HARP facilities, High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. Okay, there's your acronym. Ionosphere heaters. Many have heard of the HARP facilities. 
There's not just one or two or three. We believe there's at least 18 around the globe, possibly with three more being built in Antarctica right now. We were able to identify each frequency. We accomplished this with just 30 watts of radio power. If you do this with a billion watts, the vibrations are so violent that the entire piano would shake. In fact, the whole house would shake. In fact, the vibrations could be so severe underground that could even cause an earthquake. These weapons of geopolitical terrorism will be able to mold the climate change narrative and bend countries to the will of the New World Order as the target date of UN Agenda 2030 draws nigh. In short, the New World Order is a weapon system a planetary terraforming operation, genetically changing the planet's genetic makeup, changing the atmosphere's makeup, changing the tectonic activity of the planet, uh, changing the oceans, changing all life, changing the radiological background, changing the magnetic background. Every observation we see shows this modern system is doing one thing, killing us. John Bowne reporting. I would agree. Don't agree with the... the uh, you know, all the things that we just reported on last week where we were exposing Alex Jones for probably the 50th time regarding all of his new age garbage that he's pushing now. But um, you can go there regarding reports like this. You know, he's got a team and, you know, there's nothing in there that I, I disagreed with. A lot of this information has been known for many, many years. So these are just, and again, I, I went over these not too long ago, but these are just two slides on eco and weather warfare from my 2006 PowerPoint presentation from 17 years ago when I did the 14 city tour with the Prophecy Club. And these are just two slides. And the first one shows a picture of Senator Claiborne Pell, U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee member, commenting on a USA, USSR, basically Russia, treaty signed in 1978, which said, quote, now that we can control the weather, create earthquakes and tidal waves, and use it as a weapon of war, we do not need a treaty. So they, they admitted in 1978, and this goes way further back than that, that they could control the weather, create earthquakes and tidal waves and a lot of other stuff. Very, very matter of fact. Then... So what treaty was the senator in reference to? It was called the Convention on the Prohibition of Military or Any Other Hostile Use of Environmental Modification Techniques. The government treaty is currently posted online at the U.S. Department of State website at, and i give you the website here, it's a state.gov website. The treaty was signed in Geneva, Switzerland on May 18, 1977 and entered into force on October 5, 1978. And that's just a little sliver you can you can access just key in avion flu dr scott johnson avion flu on youtube and you can access my updated powerpoint presentation it won't be the one that i actually did in the prophecy club they keep taking that one down they evident prophecy club evidently doesn't want anybody to see that they, they wouldn't want anybody to get educated on those things they're too greedy for gain evidently um but I try to give it all away, and, and um, I actually posted an updated one. I believe it was in around 2008, a couple of years later, and this is part of that. Okay, so um, let's go further here. 
So kind of switching gears, but in a way, <laughs> similar subject. Wisdom from the book of Amos regarding giants. I was just reading the book of Amos the other day, and there was actually a couple other verses that I'll probably get into in an upcoming teaching. But for the purposes of today's teaching, I'm going to just uh, kind of hone in and zero in on the subject of giants. I haven't done that in a while. And there's more information that has come out. And um, again, this is a subject that a lot of Christian ministries just will not touch, even though it is in the Bible. Giants are all through the Old Testament. I mean, it's it's like multiple, multiple, multiple examples of the Bible talking about giants, of, of how wicked they were, us defeating them, how in Genesis 6 the word was defiled by them to the point where essentially God had to hit the reset button and start over again with the flood. And the only people that survived were the people on the ark and the animals because things have gotten so wicked from this incursion of the fallen angels procreating with women producing these giants, which is where we get the word Nephilim from, the fallen ones, okay, in the Hebrew. So, uh, let's see here. So Amos 2.9 says, Yet destroyed I the Amorite before them, whose height was like the height of the cedars, and he was strong as the oaks. Yet I destroyed his fruit from above and his roots from beneath. Now, he said that this Amorite was the height of the cedars. Okay. Now, you could say, oh, well, this is just figurative. Well, or maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> um, let's say it was, because I've, I've heard many accounts of giants being this tall. Uh, now, what these would be would be the direct lineage from fallen angels procreating with women. As we will talk about later, there are things called half-caste giants, quarter-caste giants. These are when they go through, um, like, let's say one of these giants, I don't know how you'd have a giant like that big procreating with a woman, um, but... I do believe, according to what Enoch, the book of Enoch says, and I'm not saying it's canon of scripture, that they were doing all kind of science experiments, essentially. They were defiling the animals and the fish. And, everything. and this is where we get a lot of the Greek legends of, you know, the griffin and the minotaur and half fish, half human. And you see a lot of that in Egyptology where you've got half like stag-like beast, half man. Um they had their ways of getting their seed into whatever they wanted to get it into because they were always trying to defile God's creation. That was of their of their utmost importance to them. So you've got those giants and then you've got the half caste, which would be the um like a pure giant, pure bread type giant would be the fallen angel directly interbreeding with the women, okay? And then though the their offspring breeds with another woman, okay, that would be a half-caste giant. And then that offspring breeds with another woman, and then that's a quarter-caste. Okay, the, the book that I'm going to reference later um, talks a lot about that. The one about the Solomon Island giants, okay? Which I've talked about before. Yeah. So anyway, these numbers are not anything I haven't seen before. Now, the cedar tree is a species of tall ornamental conifers that belong to the family Paneke. Pane 
paniciae, found in the mountainous regions of the Mediterranean Basin and the Western Himalayas. On average, the heights are 98 feet to 130 feet. Sometimes they could get as high as 197 feet. So these are big, big trees, okay? Uh, take for that what you will, but it says, um, God said in the book of Amos, yet I destroyed the Amorite before them. Now, he's referring to a specific Amorite whose height was like the height of cedars and he was strong as the oaks. Yet I destroyed his fruit from above and his roots from beneath. Now, what Amorite is God referring to? Well, I did a keyword search on Blue Letter Bible, which anybody could do, for the word Amorite, okay? And all of the verses that were pertaining to the Amorite were general except for one, okay? And that would be, it's Deuteronomy 2.24. And it says, rise up, well, actually, Deuteronomy 2.20, let's start at Deuteronomy 2.20. Um, that was also counted a land of giants. Giants dwelt therein in old time, and the Amorites called them the Zazumans. And um, these are just different races that were in the promised land that were pre-positioned there by Satan in order to frustrate, intimidate, and get the Israelites to turn back from possessing the promised land that they God said, you go in and possess it. Well, initially that didn't happen because the 12 spies that went out, 10 of them came back with a negative report. And um, Caleb and the other spy only had the good only had the good report. So he made him wander in the, the the desert for forty years until that generation died off, where another generation could be raised up that actually had the faith to go in and possess it. So the the lesson there is if God's telling you to do something, you need to get the job done. You need to believe and have faith that you can do all things through Christ which strengthen you and that God says I am the Lord the God of all flesh is there anything too hard for me no there's not you know call upon me and I'll answer thee and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not that's what we have to think about and then that second that that next generation actually went in there and took possession of the land and actually defeated the giants okay and um through the Lord it was all through the Lord okay so the um this these amorites were one of the races of the giants that were in that promised land that they went and destroyed okay the the israelites that had you know come out of egypt red sea crossing and the whole nine yards but again it was it was the generation after that that actually had the faith to go in and possess it now deuteronomy 220 says that it was, that was also counted a land of giants Giants dwelt therein in old time, and the Amorites called them the Zazumans. Um, verse 21, a people great and many, tall as the Anakims. So they're they're very tall, they're giants, the Anakims. Now, I've done whole studies on, like, the Anakims and that before. So you can key in giants, or you can key in, in Anaki. That's a really good one to key in, because I've talked a lot about that. Which is where we get the word Anunnaki from is the Anakims, okay? But the Lord destroyed them before them, and they succeed, succeeded them and dwelt in their stead. Verse 24, Rise ye up, take your journey, and pass over the river Arnon. Behold, I have given into thine hand Sihon, the Amorite, king of Hezbon. That is the specific Amorite that I believe is being referred to in Amos 2.9 because it's the only 
Amorite that is a specific um, person that's referred to in Scripture. All of the other references are very vague, like the there they talk about the Amorite race, but this is the only specific Amorite that is being referred to in Scripture, and um, God says specifically that this was Sihon the Amorite, king of Hezbon. So it says, "Behold, I have given unto thine hand Sihon the Amorite, king of Hezbon, and his land. Uh, begin to possess it and contend with him in battle." So. Here was Israel. Here's God telling them to go in, possess the land, and contend with the giants. So I believe this is the kind of faith that we're going to need to have moving into the day and times that's coming. Because we really don't know exactly, you know, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And he also said, as it was in the days of Lot. Okay, true. And, you know, we see what was the days of Lot. Well, Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, we, we know that's going on. To, to an extent that the world's probably never seen. Well, then why can't we believe that the days of Noah, we're going to be going into that, is equally, you know? And what was the biggest thing going on in Noah's day? Well, that the sons of God, meaning the angels, they were good up until that point, saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wise all that they chose. Now, the book of Enoch talks about 200 angels that fell on... Um, Mount Hermon, okay, 200 fallen angels fell, and those were the angels that went into the women and created the race of giant. Now, again, I'm not saying the book of Enoch is canon of scripture or anything like that, but I would listen to my teachings on the book of Enoch, just key in Enoch in the keyword search box, and, um, you know, you pray about it, take it to the Lord in prayer and see what you think. Um, I think it's pretty compelling. Anyway, um, so anyway, this this is, the, I believe this Sihon the Amorite, king of Hezbon, was the exact, and the only time this could be, what Amos 2.9 was referring to when it said, yet I destroyed the Amorite, meaning a specific one before them whose height was like the height of cedars. It's referring to one person, and he was strong as the oaks. And um, I destroyed his fruit from above and his roots from beneath. Um, also regarding this whole going into the promised land, we have Exodus 33, 1. And the Lord said unto Moses, Depart and go up thence, thou and the people which thou brought up out of the land of Egypt, into the land which I swear unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, Unto thy seed will I give it, and I will send an angel before thee, and I will drive out the Canaanite and the Amorite, Okay, so we, we hear that word Amorite again. And I, who, who was the king of the Amorites? Sihon, the Amorite, king of Hezbon, who was destroyed, who was the height, I believe, whose height was like that, the height of cedars. And was strong as the oaks, according to what God said in the book of Amos 2.9. Uh, and I will drive at the Canaanite, the Amorite, the Hittite, and the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite, unto a land flowing with milk and honey. And that's where you get that expression from. So now I also give you a link to my teaching on the giants. Um, there's so many <laughs> that it literally, I don't even know how many is listed, like 20 or something, and then it goes to the next page, okay? Because I've got right now, I might have 3,000. I don't even know. It might be 2,500. I've got over 2,000 teachings up on 
contendingfortruth.com with corresponding, most of them all have corresponding PDFs. All for free, all online at contendingfortruth.com. This is actually, we've actually been doing this now 17 years now, according to my count. Because it was actually, I was wrong. It actually started in 2005. Because I was doing my Prophecy Club tour in 2006, and I, had, I know the ministry had already been going at that point. So it was 2005. It's been about 17 years. Praise the Lord. And praise the Lord for your prayers and donations because, you know, without all that, this this isn't happening. <laughs> so um, you can key in Giants at the keyword search page at contendingfortruth.com or you can just click on the link I give you here in the PDF. Now, the next one, the book of giants, like the book of Enoch teaches that the fallen angels manipulated DNA and created giants and monsters. Ever heard of the book of giants? Well, let's, let's learn a little bit about it here. Very, very interesting here. If you think the Book of Enoch is interesting, wait until you hear the Book of Giants. The Book of Giants was discovered in 1947 in the Dead Sea Scrolls discovery. The manuscript is dated to the 2nd century BC at the earliest, but could be much older. The same narratives as mentioned in the Book of Enoch of the fallen angels, their corruption of mankind, and their destruction through the flood of Noah is mentioned all throughout the Book of Giants. The scroll was found deteriorating, leaving only fragments of text, but the pieces of text we do have hold incredible information. The Book of Giants describes in great detail the fallen angels corrupting the genetics of all flesh that was on the earth See? it tells us specific so, so there we have another witness to these giants that and you know the probably the fallen angels that were their fathers wanting to corrupt the seed of mankind well and in the seed of all animal he, the devil seeks and his minions seek to corrupt anything god has put here you know, like when he was done, like, with creation in Genesis 1. God looked on the creation and said, it is finished. It is good, basically. And Satan wants to, knowing that, Satan is trying to do anything he can do to just, I mean, aggravate, infuriate, whatever he can do to hurt God. That is always, seems like it's always his goal. And this is another witness here that we have regarding the book of Enoch and also really regarding what the Bible talks about as well. Um, because, I mean, you look at the giants and these things. Well, do you think they weren't corrupting, a corrupting influence on, on humanity and based on Genesis 6? I mean, it got so bad, God had to, like I said, hit the reset button again. Why did he have to take the animals on the ark if if the giants weren't were defiling and destroying them all? Okay, why because he needed the pure genetics of the DNA. If the animals hadn't been defiled and only humans, why would God punish all the animals of the earth and destroy all of them? It it doesn't make really any sense. I believe that the giants at that point had been just defiling and destroying it. And you you look at all the stuff they're doing today with GMOs. And all this, these ways that they're using the, the COVID kill shots and the vaccines and, and, and the chemtrails and all these ways to defile our DNA. Well, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Which is basically, whether you're pre-trib, post-trib, or mid-trib, we're in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. So we should be expecting this. It's just going on more covertly 
kind of in today's day and age as far as the whole defiling thing i mean for those with eyes to see ears to hear and hearts to receive it's not covert but most of the church is asleep to those types of things like regarding the chemtrails and the gmos and the covid kill shots and all the different ways they're defiling our dna so let's go further in one of the fragments fragment 1q23 1 plus 6 200 donkeys 200 asses 200 rams of the flock 200 goats 200 beasts of the field from every animal, from every bird, were selected for miscegenation. Miscegenation refers to the mixing of races or species, particularly in the context of sexual intercourse. The next text that follows makes it absolutely clear that this wasn't referring to different species breeding with each other, but actual cross-species genetics involving yep. the seed of the fallen angels themselves. Exactly what's going on now, with all the ways they're trying to cross-breed and defile humanity and all the stuff monsatano has done with the, with the seeds and in the you know all that stuff how they crossbreed animals it's just same stuff it's just more advanced now i believe and um they're further along it's important to notice that giants and monsters are referred to in unique, distinct references. We know from Genesis 6-4 that when humans and angels mated together, that the offspring they produced was giant humans, half-human, half-fallen angel. Right. Fragment 4Q5312. Which is a Nephilim. The fallen angels are not Nephilim. Okay, those are fallen angels. Those were referred to in the Old Testament before they fell as the sons of God. Okay, you look at the verse sons of god and i understand in, in the new testament that's where, in reference to a to a uh, to a bible believer okay to a christian okay sons of god that phrase means that but in the old testament translated from hebrew new testament's greek and aramaic old testament's hebrew that exact term sons of god only ever refers to good angels okay granted as soon as they fell and procreated with women they weren't the sons of god anymore Okay, they were they would be considered fallen angels. They would be considered abominations, essentially. Um, but when you look at the book of Job, that phrase "sons of God" and I've I've done so many studies on this occurs three or four times. It's always in reference to good angels, and um, that phrase is a totally different meaning in the in the New Testament. Okay, so just to clarify that. They defiled, they begot giants and monsters. They begot and behold, all the earth was corrupted. Through this, we can come to the conclusion that these fallen angels were breeding with animals and their offspring would be half animal and half fallen angel yep. and very large in size. Yep. This reality would make sense with all the ancient depictions of monsters and creatures. Maybe those creatures weren't figments of their imagination. He's showing all this Greek art and mythology. You think of mermaids, you think of all these things that are like considered monsters in today sasquatch dogmen i mean you could go on and on and on these are some type of nephilim breeding program that is going on these are offspring this is the fruit of fallen angels procreating with different you know various and sundry species to produce this these monsters for lack of a better word nation but actual half human half fallen angel monsters roaming the earth these beings maybe could have even held the capacity to think and reason just like the giants could. We know that giants have the capability to hold conversations because of the account of Goliath challenging and enticing the armies of Israel in 1 Samuel 17, 8-10. A fragment of the book of giants also confirms some of these monsters having the ability to reason and communicate when some of the giants had dreams of their destruction and shared these dreams with the monsters. Fragment 4Q530, column 2. 
Thereupon two of them had dreams, and the sleep of their eyes fled from them, and they arose and came to, and told their dreams, and said in the assembly of their comrades, the monsters. These monsters didn't hold the same connection to the fallen angels as the giants. The book of giants and the book of Enoch describes the fallen angels' close connection to their children, the yes. giants. Yeah, it, Enoch, it talks about when... Um, now, the monsters would be the byproducts of the Nephilim breeding, okay? So they didn't hold the same connection as, like, um, you know, you're, you're getting now, like, this half-cast, um, half-cast Nephilim creature, essentially, when you're getting into the monsters, or quarter-cast, or whatever, however far you're breeding. But the actual giants, the actual literal byproduct of giants interbreeding with human women they had a connection just like they were his they were their kids and there's a big section of enoch where the fallen angels go to enoch and ask enoch to intercede to god for god to intervene and spare their children and enoch goes to god and god's like i'm, I'm paraphrasing but god's like i'm not going to spare their children they will be destroyed and then he goes back and tells tells these these um fallen angels that sorry guys um it's not gonna happen and and they're acting like babies almost these fallen angels are acting like babies because they're gonna lose their kids their their demonic abomination offspring in the flood which is exactly what happened okay so then you could say well how did the giants appear afterward and th there's all these convoluted theories but understand only 200 fell at mount hermon most likely it didn't take this like you have to understand when satan left when satan fell he took a third of the angels with them there are most like there could be billions of angels okay most likely there's at least millions so 200 is a drop in the bucket more could have fallen afterward okay i believe that when it says that everything that had breath in their nostril died i don't think that some of the angels I mean, they could have maybe, the, some of the giants went underground, but I think they were all wiped out. Those angels are the ones the Bible talks about that were in, in chains under everlasting judgment in a special compartment of hell. The Bible talks about in, um, I believe, First Peter and Jude, but only in one spot does it talk about where it says hell. But if you translate that word in the Greek, it's Tartaros. It's a special compartment of hell where these angels are bound and chained to this day those are the angels now are all the angels bound no because they didn't all fall to earth and procreate with women a third of the angels fell with satan in in the initial rebellion but that could leave millions of angels that didn't literally fall and are not in tartarus reserved in the chains under judgment okay they committed these 200 committed a special kind of sin to god and that's why they're in tartarus now their day is coming those fallen angels their day is coming the lake of fire is coming but not yet so we could have had another incursion of fallen angels satan could have talked them into it and say oh, we'll, we'll, we'll really do it this time or whatever and that could be where these other angels appeared in the promised land I mean, it had to be something like that or some derivation of it because we know they were there and we know it was after the flood and we know the bible talked way more about giants after the flood than it did even before the flood the only time you hear about giants uh prior to the flood is genesis 6 okay way more mention of it 
regarding like the promised land and, and those types of things if you if you look at just the totality of scripture so i hope i'm making sense of this for you and again i've done tons of studies on this that again key and giants and the keyword search bags page at contendingfortruth.com if you want to know more whereas these monsters were their offspring they weren't cared for as deeply by the fallen angels as the giants were right. here's a verse from the book of enoch and inasmuch as they the watchers delight themselves in their children the giants yep. the murder of their beloved ones shall they see and over the destruction of their children shall they lament yes yeah, the bible even says that that even the wicked love their children okay um there's proverbs or psalms or one of one of those i just read that not too recently so you know as warped as their love probably was they still love their their abominations that they produced i'll make supplication unto eternity the book of giants fragment 4q530 fragment 7 the children of angels are the giants and they would not let their loved ones be neglected all throughout the book of giants the giant children offspring of the fallen angels and humankind were having ominous dreams of their destruction Good. one of the giants has a dream of a tablet with many names submerged underwater and when lifted from the water only three names remained this dream symbolizes the destruction of all the unpure fallen life forms on the earth through the flood of noah the great flood of noah now makes sense noah his family and the animals that were brought onto the ark were brought on not because of their righteousness but because the rest of creation had been corrupted by the fallen angels and their genetic manipulations yeah, if you think, I think that's a pretty good you know i i do think noah was in god's eyes as far as that goes a righteous person uh, doesn't mean he was perfect um but it was the seed line that had not been corrupted in those animals seed line that had not been corrupted in in uh, let's go further all right so now i've done a teaching this was all the way back may 4th 2008 okay so like i can't believe it's 15 years ago uh, almost 15 years ago cloning dna manipulation and corrupting the seed and the book of enoch i talk about the book of enoch part one and part two i'll just read you the the um, table of contents the interpretation of genesis 6 4 that the nephilim uh, which were the giants translated from the word giants or translate to the word giants in Hebrew are half human half fallen angel makes this very simple to understand God made a way for man to be saved from his sin through grace by faith in his son but he did not make a way for angels that rebelled to be saved you know they had their chance they were in heaven <laughs> with God and nobody twisted their arm to make them fall and to do these things okay therefore a mixture of two kinds would be a corruption and as a result a fallen race it is interesting that genesis tells us that all flesh was corrupt in the days of noah what does that mean we know that god destroyed all the animals as well as all the people except those brought on the ark with noah and his family we will explore this top topic further in this study now what is man doing in creating these hybrids whether they're human animal or plant animal man is mixing kinds together and creating a corrupt and defiled race frankly man is messing with things that he has no right to manipulate he is in effect trying to play god which goes right back to the original sin in the garden where you know satan the serpent said you shall be as gods if you eat this fruit and you know so let's go further this next one is entitled cia super soldiers giants and missing people in national parks sheriff who encountered some sort of entity in the woods in the cascade mountains oh. in the late 19th 
hold on here. Let me see if I've got that right. Okay, I, I, I started this later because this is the pertinent part. I guess this is a sheriff they're interviewing here. Um, let me just back it up just a hair. Sheriff who encountered some sort of entity in the woods in the Cascade Mountains in the late 1990s. As you heard in the opening clip, he walked upon some sort of entity that was staring at him in the woods. When he pulled his gun on it, it fled at a speed that he said was completely impossible for a human being. He actually went after it to try and find it, and after getting spooked and having to turn around before it got dark, the thing followed him all the way out, and he felt as if the thing was about to grab him and take him away. I'll play a few more of these clips from that story. This video will also be linked in the description below. I was so curious that I had to check it out. I carried on walking for a while, but I was feeling a little nervous. It was darker than it should be for me to get back to the car before dark, and I didn't have a flashlight. The idea that I couldn't see him, but he could see me, made me very uncomfortable. That's just a prescription for an ambush. That's when I heard a second snap. He wasn't just watching me or running away from me. He was tracking me. I was convinced that I was going to die and that I was going to die in a very bad way. When I finally saw my car, I was hearing snaps. And as I got real close to the car, they stopped entirely. I remember now thinking, those snaps have stopped because he's right behind me and he's going to grab me. Is this what's going on in our national parks? Is there some sort of entity that's lived on from the Genesis 6-4 era? Is it something that even our own government or the governments around the world have been genes? Again, it didn't have to live on from the Genesis 6-4 era. We could have had just more angels falling after the flood because I think that would make the most biblical sense for that to happen. And, um, you know, that type of thing and creating and releasing into the woods as referenced in that super soldier video or is there some other supernatural phenomenon going on that is tied to the ufo phenomenon or some other thing maybe involving portals or something we don't know it's all theories right now but i think an increase in paranormal activity could very well be what's taking place of the veil of the evil realm is becoming weaker or starting to break through more yes. as we head into the last days and the soon second coming of the lord jesus christ let me know what you think in the comments below thanks yeah i agree okay so i'm gonna back up and i'm gonna play a little bit more of this video for more of the start and i don't know why i started so late on this but um because this this does really tie in with a lot of the stuff that I'm covering today, so I'm going to play a little bit more of this. I have a few videos that I'll be putting out recently in a series on this topic because the more I look into all this, the stranger things I am finding, including this message on the Freedom of Information website in 2018 to Hillary Clinton requesting the documents pertaining to the Chamber of Gilgamesh the location of his body and the location of the buried Nephilim. Yes, that is a real message. Which would imply a chamber, uh, like a stasis, most likely a stasis chamber of um, regarding this Gilgamesh. And um, which you're going to hear a lot more about these giants in these stasis chambers in this teaching that are in the process of waking up. Okay, now, I've been reporting on this for years. You could say, oh, please, roll your eyes. Okay, I get it. You don't have to listen to this. But I've been reporting on this subject for years. And if what Jesus said about as it was in the days of Noah 
so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And I believe that to be true, then we should expect to see an incursion of giants. And could it be that some of these giants are in, I can't tell you how many um, reports I have heard from different people that have like went into Indian burial mounds and found giants in some type of stasis sleep that are uh, being like protected by force fields or witchcraft or whatever from various different and sundry sources over the years. It's not just one source. So this kind of, um, this whole thing about requesting documents pertaining to the resurrection of the chamber of Gilgamesh, the location of his body and the location of the buried Nephilim for Hillary Clinton. Um, Freedom, of, Freedom of Information Act this was obtained from. I, I think it's along those lines of what I just stated. Sent to Hillary Clinton. But that will be tied to a video I'll be putting out soon, maybe even my next video, because it is so interesting. Now, to get into the topic of this video, the CIA secretly requested funding to end Super Soldiers program. Again, this video is on Israeli News Live. I watched it a few times, and I'll give you a brief overview of this Super Soldier program that he mentions. First, he doesn't give any links to any websites referencing anything regarding to this, so I don't know if this is inside knowledge that he's getting. So pretty much we're just going off of someone's word here. But what he explains in this video is that there was a Super Soldier program in which human beings were mixed with animals in what was a voluntary program that got completely out of hand to where these pers these people turned into a type of hybrid creature that was dropped off in China, in Russia, and in the forests of Canada and the United States. These things are pretty much the type of being that would be referenced as a wild man or a Sasquatch or a giant, the offspring of the Nephilim. And while this theory is just that, a theory, no news sources behind it, we can look at what is actually going on in the world and see that it's not that far of a leap to imagine that that's what's going on. Here's an article, October 20th, 2022. Proof of CIA trying to create super soldier Money Trail leads to this DNA editing firm. I'll read a brief section from this article. Speculation that the Central Intelligence Agency... Of also, just so you know, um, regarding Gilgamesh, uh, was a hero in Mesopotamian mythology and the protagonist of the Epic of Gilgamesh, an epic poem written in the Arcadian, the Akkadian during the 2nd millennium BC. Uh possibly the historical king of Sumerian, Sumerian city-state of Uruk. And um, he was a giant, okay? Which, again, why would they want their giant's DNA? Why would they want... Well, obviously, they're trying to create hybrids. They're trying to create armies to war against the Lord, essentially. The same way it probably was in Noah's day. The same dynamic that was going on in the day of um, when Israel was told to go in and possess the promised land. Satan prepositioned his troops, the most intimidating troops that he could preposition, which were the giants, ahead of time because he probably had some type of foreknowledge of these things, Satan being Satan, and put those people, put those entities there in order to frustrate and to frighten Israel so that they wouldn't go in and take possession. So... There, there's pictures of Gilgamesh and it has him uh, like statues and it has him and with a lion in his arms and the lion looks like he'd be a little bit bigger than a house cat in his arms. 
Okay, that's how big this dude was. Okay, he was the master of animals. He had superhuman strength. Um, you know, so that's a little bit about Gilgamesh. So, so you, so you're a little bit more clear on that. USA is hoping to create enhanced humans has been sparked by the spy organization's investment in a biotechnology company. The CIA has invested in a firm which aims to resurrect extinct animals. Colossal exactly. Biosciences is actively working to bring mammoths back to life. Right. Or giants back to life. And this is the inquiry with Hillary Clinton about Gilgamesh. Okay. They're trying to build their own defiled devil army to go against God in the end times and to go against the Christians and to go... And I'm, I'm just telling you right now, I mean... I mean... Uh, we as Christians may have to literally deal with this stuff. I, I've felt heavily convicted for years that that we may have to. Um, so, company also wants to bring back the thylacin and the dodo bird. Colossal is working on resurrecting these dead animals through DNA editing. If the project succeeds, the resulting animal will not be an authentic mammoth, but an elephant with key mammoth-like features. The article goes on to list multiple DNA genetic manipulation companies that the CIA has been investing in. I'm pretty sure that was the whole premise of Jurassic Park, which was the you know, blockbuster movie, and that was the whole premise of that, the getting, finding the DNA and then resurrecting these animals. And so, Hollywood has prepared us for that as, as well. That company, Colossal, plans to genetically bring back to life a woolly mammoth by the year 2027. Now, why, of course, would they want to do this? Well, they want to find and bring back the Nephilim bloodlines to create the mighty men of old told to us in Genesis 6-4. Right. We know in the last days there are multiple entities that come upon the earth, men's hearts failing them for things that are coming upon the earth. And in the very last days of Revelation, there is entities and things all over the place. This could very well be tied to what is going on here. We know, of course, that giants existed because the Bible tells us so, as well as pretty much every ancient culture on the earth has depictions and stories of giants passed down or painted in cave paintings. And the Smithsonian themselves have been covering up this truth for years. Now, why would the Smithsonian cover that up? Well, because it goes against the theory of evolution that they teach all throughout the world. It would prove the Bible really to be true, bring a lot more validity to it as well as when they get these very highly sought after bones from the giants, the offspring of the Nephilim, you can be sure that they're selling them to high up people and high levels of prominence within governments and religious organizations around the world, right. including some of these companies that are probably trying to extract the DNA to bring them back to life. Oh, that's it another great point, yeah. Great Instagram page, if you use Instagram, is Giants of Ancient America, where they document hundreds, at this point over a thousand news clippings from around the world, of old news clippings of the discovery of giant yes. bones. Here's one from Egypt, 1988, 60 giants discovered ranging from 8 feet to 11 feet. 60 giants, and this is from 1888, I don't know if you said 19. 60 giants discovered, ranging from 7 feet 8 inches tall to 11 feet tall possible megalithic builders and there's the report oh another one from russia 1901 talking about a giant skeleton discovered nearly 10 feet in height 
in another article from 1922 from Indiana, referencing a skeleton of huge proportions well over six feet in height. So we know these giant beings existed, the Nephilim and their offspring. We can pretty much say beyond a shadow of a doubt, in my opinion at least, that people are seeing something in the woods around the world we don't know what it is. And also, in my opinion again, these people going missing in national parks without a trace seem to have some sort of supernatural connection to their disappearance. And this giant slash super soldier slash entity of some sort could be responsible, and that's the angle I'm looking at here. And you can't talk about missing people in national parks without mentioning Missing 411 and the work of David Polites. If it weren't for him and his work, this subject wouldn't even be on the map for 99.9% .9 of us. I'll link to David Polites' YouTube channel in the description below. Lots of good information there. I recommend you check it out, as well as he just released a documentary, and I highly recommend that as well. It was very good. I also, in this video, don't want to talk about any specific case of a missing person, but we know at this point there's hundreds and hundreds of cases of these people who just seemingly disappear, and I want to point out a few of these characteristics. Many times these disappearances are happening in geographical clusters, near bodies of water, near granite. Now some of the strangest characteristics are sometimes these people are found in areas that have been searched multiple times, as well as the canine units that are used often become confused can't find a scent or the scents just disappear. Same with tracks. When the person is being tracked, the tracks often just disappear. Another one that gets me too is many of these people go missing in areas they've been hiking or hunting in their entire life. I know myself personally, I have my spots that I've hiked and I've hunted my entire life and there is a 0% chance that I would ever get lost there. Now to get back to the opening clip of this video, the story of- Okay, so and this is where it goes into the, sh the sheriff that you heard um, that I played at the start there. So, sorry about that, I kind of got that little twisted around there. Uh, all right, let's go to the next report. The real reason we invaded Iraq and Babylon, Nephilim DNA, which ties heavily into that whole Hillary Clinton thing that we just heard about here. So let's go ahead and open this one up. On my orders, coalition forces have begun striking selected targets of military importance. President uh, Bush um, and uh, this is Junior, White House Oval Office, um, this is when he was addressing the nation about uh, their invasion of uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom. <laughs> selected targets of military importance to undermine Saddam Hussein's ability to wage war. These are opening stages of what will be a broad and concerted campaign. On March 19th, 2003, a year and a half after the attacks of September 11th, the United States military invaded Iraq. Now this was strange because Iraq had nothing to do with the attacks on September 11th, so of course American politicians had to find another reason to give the public for the reason for the invasion. And this reason became weapons of mass destruction. I think we will find weapons of mass destruction. I think it's important that we do. He's lying to him when he says he doesn't have weapons of mass destruction. I take the fact that he develops weapons of mass destruction very seriously. These weapons of mass destruction were actually non-existent. Yes. None were ever found in Iraq. And afterward, they had that big dinner thing where Bush was there joking. He's like, are, are the are the uh, WMDs here? Weapons of mass destruction. Are they there? And everybody's laughing and 
thinking it was it was hilarious. That was the whole pretext for us going over there, and with the military industrial complex and our whole pretext of why we're doing it. It was all made up lies, essentially, that got us into that quote war. And this is going to look a little bit more as why. What was our true motivation for going over there? And it turns out the intelligence on these WMDs was pretty faulty and absolutely did not warrant the invasion of a nation. The man charged with finding WMDs released this report, revealing that he'd found nothing. We did not find stocks of either chemical or biological weapons. Active nuclear weapons program, no. We found no evidence, nor do we judge that there was one. Since there was no real surface level reasons for the invasion of Iraq, here's a theory of a hidden reason. As American troops step foot on Iraqi sand, what would you expect their first targets to be? A weapons depot, enemy safe houses detected through surveillance, or maybe one of Saddam Hussein's palaces? These would be good guesses, but they'd be wrong. The first place the United States military targeted was a museum. Not just any museum, but a museum right in the heart of Babylon. Babylon is the most famous city from ancient Mesopotamia whose ruins lie in modern-day Iraq, 59 miles southwest of Baghdad. The name is derived from Bavil or Bavilim, which in Akkadian meant Gate of God or Gate of the Gods. This claim of the military first targeting a Babylonian museum was given to Tom Horn, the creator of Skywatch TV, by a supposed curator from the Babylonian Museum. Now, of course, we can't just go off of one testimony for solid, absolute truth, but we can look at the rest of what happened in Iraq and see that this could very well be the case, including a strange message sent to Hillary Clinton found on the Freedom of Information website talking about the tomb of Gilgamesh and where the Nephilim body is buried. Right. I'll get to that in just a moment, but a few other articles to back up this claim. Fox News in 2015 posted, UNESCO US military did damage to the historic site of Babylon. Within the article, it says that Americans handed the site back to the Iraqis 21 months after the March 2003 invasion, pointing out the fact that the US military was controlling sections of ancient Babylon. Or another article here saying, US to return Gilgamesh tablet, 17,000 other artifacts taken from Iraq. This article on There's all the whole Gilgamesh reference again. Gira says that it's believed the tablet was looted from an Iraqi museum in 1990 and introduced in the United States in 2007, just showing the fact that the United States has a history of stealing artifacts, especially those related to Nephilim bloodlines. Now, there's a video that surfaced in 2013 claiming to record the actual tomb, body, and some artifacts of Gilgamesh. This footage, of course, cannot be verified and very well could be fake, but I figured I would play that footage while I- They're showing the footage here. I've actually played this and covered this before as well. A message that was sent to Hillary Clinton that is absolutely not fake. This message can be found on the U.S. Department of State Freedom of Information Act website. I will leave a link to this in the description below. If you click on the top link, it pulls up a number of messages sent to government officials. Now, I read online that this one was allegedly sent to Hillary Clinton. I guess there's no way to truly know that for sure, but this is absolutely a message that was sent in regards to the body and location of a buried Nephilim. On page 470, six messages up from the bottom of the page. He's showing the, the communiques, um, evidently from the Freedom of Information Act. You can see that Denitra D. Singar sent a message that reads, requesting documents pertaining to the resurrection chamber of Gilgamesh 
the location of his body, and the location of the buried Nephilim. This was on December 12, 2018, and the case status for this is closed. So this message at the very least proves that the United States has an interest in locating the body and burial sites of giants and Nephilim, something that of course if they were ever questioned about this in public, such as happens with inquiries to the Smithsonian Museum, would say that giants and Nephilim didn't exist. Now what would be the reason for anybody to locate or cover up the existence of the giants, the offspring of the Nephilim? Well because there is a high likelihood that they are trying to reincarnate these entities and when successful, these will be some of the entities that come upon the earth in the last days that cause men's heart to faint from fear of those things coming upon the earth. An obscure end times Bible passage that is rarely mentioned is in Isaiah 13, the burden against Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos saw. In Isaiah 13:3, it says, I give command and I bring them. Giants are coming to fulfill my wrath, rejoicing at the same time and insulting. Could this be the reason why the CIA is investing in so many DNA editing firms? One such firm, Colossal, who claim on the surface level's main focus is to bring back the woolly mammoth by the year 2027, just imagine what such DNA editing firms would do if they got the bones of giants, the offspring of Nephilim, yes. and were able to bring them back to life. Mm -hmm. I covered this more deeply in a recent video that I'll leave linked in the Which description. Which is the one we just heard. We also have claims that giants even still exist, and the military is trying to extract them as well. The Kandahar giant is an alleged 12-foot humanoid that confronted the U.S. forces in the mountainous regions of Kandahar. We know giants existed before the flood and even after that. There could be a possibility that a very small remnant of giants even still exists today in the earth. Much of this information- Or maybe not so small series have been released by the pioneers in the subject, Gen 6 Productions, L.A. Marzulli, and Skywatch TV. I recommend looking into those guys more if you're interested in the subject. So yeah, they've got really good info on those subjects. What was the real reason for the Iraqi war? Was it to find weapons of mass destruction that we really didn't have solid evidence actually even existed? Or was it to find Nephilim DNA to resurrect the giants that God will use against those who resurrect them to fulfill his wrath as told to us in the burden against Babylon in Isaiah 13? An interesting topic and an interesting theory at the very least. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Thanks for watching and God bless. About not finding WMD when you had a CIA director who had said slam dunk. No, no, he said I, slam dunk that the case, he didn't say slam dunk weapons. He, his, his point, just so you know, was that the case was a solid case. So now they're going to him afterwards, CNN is, and saying, well, what about you didn't find any weapons of mass destruction? Um, you know, the whole pretext for going over there and going to war with them was totally based on a lie so how do you so he's trying to kind of like soft pedal it out of there presenting the case would be a solid case to the people a solid case that there were wmd right but but the evidence showed that he had wmd i'm not right I'm, like, we're splitting hairs right sorry <laughs> okay okay so let's go further here um now we have the suppressed history of the giants and their reemergence into the public arena. So I'll go ahead and play this one now. So it shows that these elongated skulls, literally found around the world, must have been from a human-like race of giants because 30% larger skull. Now in this video, they're showing 
elongated skull after elongated skull, Hungary, uh, I mean, Siberia, all these different places um, where they are. I know they're in Peru, China. Um, it's kind of blurry here, the, the thing, but Mexico, Peru, more Peru. They're showing all these different pictures of elongated skulls from all over the earth that have been found that are sometimes in museums still to even this day you can go view them they won't, you won't find them here in america they would want to the smithsonian would jump on that right away but this is from um michael salia who is probably at the very cutting edge of the new age freak disclosure movement um and he um is interviewing this guy named brad olson on the subject of giants. And so this is what you're hearing here. 30% larger body, it just goes uh, to show. And you can see in that distribution map, it's truly a worldwide phenomenon where these were found. So it's not a one-off. It's a- it's These are a, the elongated skulls. Any off, and here's the other thing. And again, if you've never heard of these, just um, you can watch the video or you can key in just keen elongated skulls of Peru. You should be able to find, I mean, unless who knows the, the way the internet's being sanitized, but you can see them um, in this video. These bones are still continued to be found. When I was down in South America four years ago, we went into some, some museums uh, and they would display these elongated skulls. They just, hey, this is part of our heritage. These, exactly. They considered them royalty. And they were buried in royal tombs. Yeah. And you can see... Well, the reason they consider them royalty is they were pagan cultures that were ruled over by these entities that had, you know, 30% larger craniums that were some type of... of um, I don't know if these were direct descendants of fallen angels or whether these were the Nephilim descendants. Um, I, I would kind of think that they were more Nephilim descendants because I think they would be larger... Um, in stature than they are if they were um, direct descendants from the fallen angels um, but they're, they're, the, these have been found but the, all over the world and these were the, the um, for pagan cultures these were the entities that showed up and ruled over these pagan cultures displays with these elongated skulls they're not trying to hide them in fact in Paracas, Peru is the best collection of all and uh, Brian Forrester he lives down there and he knows where the graveyard was and he finds some of the the implements and he's even done some dna studies that show that they had a mother's human dna but an unknown father mm, imagine so that. that's quite interesting mm. and that kind wow, of just like genesis 6 a mother's human dna but an unknown father now, I don't know if that means it's fallen angel, fallen angelic, or whether it's, again, uh, a Nephilim interbreeding with a woman, but they're not going to be able to, to identify that DNA from a Nephilim because it's not going to be in their database. So that, another thing, totally confirms the Bible, what he just said there. And these two guys are both New Agers, essentially. Corresponds with what the Bible says, is right. that these men of renown found the earth women attractive and they mm -hmm. mated with them. Exactly. So this seems to be... Perhaps how the Nephilim were uh, a species of the Anunnaki, the offspring. But see, Michael saw you. He don't really like that very much when you start putting the the um, the Bible in a positive light. He doesn't like that very much because 
he he knows that what the book of Enoch says about that, and he knows what Genesis 6 is, and that paints them in a negative light. And it also paints God as all-powerful, and then he wiped these devils off the planet in Genesis 6 with the flood. So that doesn't, you can just tell looking on his face, that doesn't really sit right with Michael Salia, because he, he views them like they're going to be the big Santa Claus in the sky they're going to come here and giving us all the goodies and all the technology and all that fun stuff and they're and they're going to be our benevolent god rulers and we're going to be as gods like they are and we're going to rule and we're not going to have to answer to a holy god because that's what it really all boils down to with these new agers they don't want to have to answer to a holy god is, is at the end of the day that's a big reason a big gigantic reason why they reject god because they want to do it their way. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And the heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know? And they're both examples of this. These both these guys. Now, the one guy is not a Christian. He's actually acting a little bit more like a Christian in, in regard to what he's saying, but he's not. He writes esoteric books and, and things like that, this forbidden knowledge. Michael Salia is nothing more than just a total absolute tool of Satan and a mouthpiece of Satan. And his videos always are trying to convince us that these, these benevolent um, uh, giants came billions of years ago and created humanity. And, and yes, we did evolve in some cases from monkeys and they were our benevolent creators and they ruled over us and the God of the Bible doesn't exist. And I detest this guy from that standpoint, because he is such a tool of Satan, such a mouthpiece of Satan. I wouldn't be surprised if he was one of them, because he is literally the spokesperson for what they call, his his website is exopolitics, meaning extraterrestrial politics, and he is trying to get that and advance that agenda in our day and age like you cannot even imagine. So, um, bear in mind, if you listen to anything from this devil, you are hearing from a gigantic mouthpiece of Satan on planet Earth. Of these giants. You're listening to Exopolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala, your source for the uncensored truth regarding... I, I pray if it's possible this guy gets saved, but I don't think... I mean, people like this are so far gone. And again, I don't even know if the, the guy's human. The human, extraterrestrial, global, and political agenda. Click the like button and subscribe to this channel. And now, here's Dr. Michael Sala. Well, it's my great pleasure to welcome Brad Olson back to Exopolitics. So you heard like the first intro part. I'm going to play a little bit more. Hey, welcome, Brad. Hey, Michael. It's great to be back on Exopolitics today. Well, I know you've done quite a lot of uh, research on various topics for your um, beyond esoteric uh, book and the, the series and I know you're a book publisher and a researcher and done a lot of field work and and you've accumulated a lot of knowledge on esoteric topics and one of those is giants so how did you get interested in the whole giants topic well it's not just that I'm a really tall guy because when I got into it I found that they're way 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 taller than my six foot nine frame but they're seven, eight, even 10 and 12 feet tall. Sometimes the bigger they are, the older they are. But the I bigger they are, the harder they fall too. Ever hear that expression? Became interested in this subject uh, when I was a kid because 
where I grew up in northwestern Illinois, not far away are all these really beautiful glacier-carved lakes in southern Wisconsin. And one of them is called Lake Delavan. And there was a dig there uh, about 100 years ago where they discovered all these giants. And it turns out there are effigy mounds in southern Wisconsin near the shore of some of these lakes. And that's the famous dig there, which was done by professors of Beloit College. I mean, they did everything textbook, the way archaeology should be done. And if you go to the uh, headline of the Wisconsin newspaper, they were announcing it as this incredible find of giants. And like so many cases of professional archaeological digs, you have the uh, Smithsonian coming in right after the announcement goes over the wire. And here, in this case, the New York Times is picking it up. And the Smithsonian shows up. They're like Johnny on the spot, showing their FBI badges. Hey, well, we're taking over here. We outrank you guys. Which and is what they always do. As in most cases, those archaeologists would have to defer to the Smithsonian and say, well, but please... Uh, keep us abreast of your findings and almost routinely they would go back to the Smithsonian and say, well, what else did you find? What, what are, uh, what are some cultural traits of these giants that we are starting to discover? And routinely they'd say, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there are no giant bones here. And they've denied it ever since. So it is what we call Smithsonian gate in this country where these out-of-place artifacts, upas, or giant bones just go missing. They do not want to deal with the subject. And so that has just stoked my interest even more and got me involved in, in giving talks on the giants at conferences and having a chapter in Beyond Esoteric called Suppressed mm -hmm. Human Origins because they lived on this earth. Just Suppressed Human Origins. So in other words our benevolent ET creators, which again, it goes back to the whole ancient astronaut theory that it, it can just key an ancient astronaut theory in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com where our benevolent ET creators came and seeded the planet or how whatever derivation of lie they want. It's, it's what intelligent design is based on. It's not based on biblical creation. Just so you know, key an intelligent design again at contendingfortruth.com. I expose that as well and they created us and, and and all of this has been suppressed and this is what people like this guy and michael salia are bent on doing they're they're bent on supposedly giving us the real truth about humanity and freeing humanity and, and having us go from the glorious old age um old world order into the new world order into the dawning of the age of aquarius and this is why i detest people like this especially michael salia their agenda so much because ultimately at the end of the day the devils and demons that deceive and operate through these devils are their their one main goal is to get you into hellfire for eternity okay and then the lake of fire that's what their goals are and this is why it takes such great offense to it because that is what they're trying to do and i just see right through it i see right through their lies and their agendas and um that's what they're all about we did in prehistoric times and there's a big story that's not being told about who and what these giants were 
Okay, so then they get into all the other stuff, and I, I don't really want to even exposure to that stuff. But um, let's go further here. Let's go further. And because I've got all these different videos to play here now. Um, giants emerging everywhere. They can't hide this. This is another one that's really good. Okay, sorry. Now I have I'm out of time on this part. If I if I play this, I'll be way over in time. So I'm gonna go to part two. So God bless you and see you in part two.